Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back, like the old dinosaur movie. Uh, today I got Nick and Jim with me. Um, you, you guys doing well? How's your summer been? What movie? We're back. That's a movie. Yeah, yeah I don't know what you're talking it. about. Jurassic Park. No, no, 1993. Um, what is John that? Goodman? Yeah, we're back. Look into it. Story. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing. It came out in 1993, so you just dated yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's like there. the original Disney. It's the original Disney movie, you know. It's yeah. like before Aladdin. All right. Anyone's gonna understand that reference. That's a great way to start the the <laughs> we're back pod. Yeah. It just made me think of it. I don't know, but how how have you all summers been? I feel like uh, been great. Mine's been good. It's been great. Thanks yeah, for good. asking, Jake. It's, uh... What about you, Zoops? <laughs> How's your summer been, me? Oh, it's been good. How about you, me? Yeah, it's yeah. good. Okay, no one else talk. Pod's over. Good to go. Uh, you got in a car crash recently, huh, Zoops? Yeah, I got. Uh, I drive like a little hatchback and uh, stopped at a yellow light. I don't know like if the the British listeners know what yellow lights are, but I stopped as the light was turning to red. And the car behind me was this gigantic Ford F-250 pickup and just obliterated the back of my car. <laughs> Luckily, no injuries. Uh, no, one, no one got hurt, but my car is pretty sad right now. So that's a you know, good way to spend the summer. Nice. In your car. <laughs> that's good. I just really like picture you like hitting the brakes like really early. Yeah, it's still green like, and it just know, like, like slams on the brakes. Yeah, I'm like like 50 yards away from the stoplight i'm like oh might be turning red soon i'm gonna slow down and hit the brakes now it was like uh it was rush hour it was pretty busy um so it was it was just like a dude wasn't paying attention and just just nailed me and uh of course he had like no damage at the front of his truck he was just like ah yeah that'll happen <laughs> i had a uh, similar i think it's the cars i had a similar yeah, summer where i went to Jake's house and I stopped there and then uh, a car rammed into the back of my car. So uh, this is this is a great summer for us, the summer of destroyed cars. I was going to send you a picture, uh, Jim, literally a block up yesterday. I saw a car that got smashed on the side of the road. It's a it's a great place. So, yeah, I guess that leads into it like a little bit about ourselves. Um <laughs> We have, yeah, we're we have, uh, guys who got smashed up cars that live on the streets yeah, guy, where cars get guys smashed. That get smashed. That's really all we do in life. And FPL, yeah. of course. Yeah, and FPL. And we get smashed in FPL as well. Uh, well, I'm Jake. Um, Hi, Jake. I live in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey. Uh, I am basically a full-time ER veterinarian, but my uh, you know life stream is to not take last place in FPL. Um, and my car didn't get destroyed this summer. What about what about you, Nick? You want to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Nick. I like to party. Okay, <laughs> good. And get smashed. Uh, uh, yeah. So I've uh, been on the pod for like a season, filling in when um, for Marco when he decided that he had better things to do than do a podcast. Uh, pretty average at FPL. I think last year I finished in like the 300k range, and the year before that was like my first good year, but. Uh, I live in Wisconsin, which is in the north of the United States, and it gets cold here in the winter time. 
Uh, for work, I do data analytics for uh, health and wellness, so I do a lot of data visualization. I'm a numbers guy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much me. I enjoy partying also. You should have left it at just like data analytics, and then that would have gotten everybody interested. Since what did I say? You know, well, you just like said data analytics, but not for soccer, you know. So just, you know, should have just been like data analytics, everything, analytics. That's true. That is. That, never mind. Yeah, I take that back. That, whatever takes it. That's me. Get excited, uh, folks. Yeah, and then you, you. I guess we should introduce the third person that's here, and then we'll talk a little bit about Marco. You know, we'll go. We'll go with Jim. Hey guys, I'm Jim. I also live in Wisconsin. I've also been on for one year filling in for Marco. I'm living in Marco's house right now. It's uh, it's all right. It's going well. Uh, for work, I do data analytics, not for soccer. Uh, I'm a director, so I manage a department. I do a lot of machine learning and all that fun stuff. Uh, but I don't apply any of it to my FPL game. Uh, as far as my FPL skills, I'd say I'm above average. But where I'm exceptional is destroying Jake's rank. I think I'm really good at trolling him every season, so I'm excited about a new opportunity to, to bait him into doing something stupid this year again. Yeah, not going to happen. I put a little post-it up right next to the bathroom mirror to remind me not to listen to Jim. <laughs> so every morning I take a look at that, and I look deep down inside myself. That You've is amazing that because, like, normally <laughs> people will like put a post-it on their on their mirror and it says like you're gonna crush it today like just like an affirmation statement but jake's is like very very specific like don't listen to jim for fpl advice he's going to screw you over yeah exactly yeah right next to my toothbrush um and then the last guy who uh started the pod marco um he also lives in wisconsin and he also does data analytics for a college soccer team that he coaches um actually i'm taking so that yeah over. it was i'm doing that for him this year well so, yeah jim's basically the new marco but yeah marco marco and i started the pod i think this is season six yeah um one of those seasons wasn't like a full season uh but yeah we've been doing it for a while and nick and jim have been helping out and so they're gonna help out a little bit more um, but we're looking – I'm at least excited for a new season. I, it's, a, you know, what, two weeks away about? So it's good. Good time to get our intro pod out. We're back, baby. We're back. You! Um, yeah, well, so we do have a Discord. Um, we will kind of get that out information out a little bit in the next couple pods. Um, and we do uh, want to talk a little bit about our teams. Was there anything major that you guys kind of felt when you looked at all like the price reveal that you were like, oh my gosh, like this, this is a must do this year or like this is, you know, someone I have to have on my team. Is there anybody that is like an absolute there in your team now until the start of the season or barring like major injury or anything, anything you guys want to chat about? No, I think the pricing, I think the, the the FPL game makers always do a pretty good job of pricing players, you know, like the premiums are always, I feel like pretty accurate. There's no, you know, bargain bin like guys I got to have on my team. Um, I think in years past, there's been a 4.0 defender who's been more enticing, like Juan Basaka when he was on Crystal Palace. But One at this strong. point, it's like... Yeah, yeah, some of those guys, but like at this point, I don't, I don't see that level of quality for that price point. So I think they're, yeah, they they've do that. done a pretty good job of 
smoothing it out. And that's traditionally how it goes, but during the season, like, someone will, there will be one that kind of pops up that everyone kind of gravitates towards, so. And that's just unpredictable, no one knows right now, but it'll happen at some point, so. Yeah, I don't know. Preseason, we're all in the same boat here, so I don't really, I don't know. People complain that the prices. I kind of thought, I kind of thought the defender prices were like interesting. They're just all jammed within like one and a half like price points of each other. Um, really besides Trent, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. But that, I thought that was a little bit interesting. And then obviously Holland with the season from last year being 14. I actually think that's a really good price point. Again, yeah, I agree with the Zoops or Nick. The way they did it this year is good job on their part. It's been hard to kind of go super crazy, um, but we'll talk a little bit about that, like the two premium option versus just Holland moving forward. Um, so I will kind of go over my team let's, uh, real quickly. Do you want to do? Let's just like go over our goalies first. So we can just talk about goalies and then. The okay, we yeah, we'll we'll go over who we have in goal for all of us. We'll just do it that way. Um, so I have Flecken and Ariola as a backup Solid. right now. Um, so four and a half and a four. What about you guys? I got Flecken and I don't know. Uh, it depends if I have money. If I do, I'll go steal. If not, then I'll. I don't know if I want to go Ariola because I feel like. Fabianski is still going to start. Um, he's been with them in preseason, and Ariola hasn't. So I'm kind of nervous about that, and I'm losing value there. But I don't know. Uh, who really cares? <laughs> who really cares? Yeah, that's the classic goalkeeper uh, conundrum. Who really cares? Uh, what about you, Zoops? I got Pickford and Ramsdale. Uh, oh. I, I don't... <laughs> I gotta preface this where like I haven't put much thought into this team yet because good, I try not good. to until we get a little bit closer to the season. So like that's my you know, get out of jail free card or whatever. I don't you know all of these decisions are things that could be stupid and if they are stupid it's because I I didn't put any thought into them. But yeah, I got Ramsdale and Pickford. Rationale is just looking at um, their fixture difficulty in the the early part of the season. But I I think I might go to. Uh, pick for a drop pick for to a budget option um and then the only thing i'd mention is like with the budget options i try to choose someone who's less owned less high ownership just because if he doesn't play he's going to get dropped and you lose value yeah so i try to maximize value early on in the season so that later on i can uh have more flexibility in my moves but that's where i'm at right now no. yeah well, that's a that, that's a good point um and we'll talk a little bit about the kind of like the tips and tricks of FPL for like the new the noobs, uh, the people who are trying it out for the first time this year. But uh, I am kind of I mean I know you preface that you're not looking at a lot of stuff, but that's a very interesting two goalkeepers in my opinion that are actually like highly owned. So I did kind of want to chat about that. Um, I feel like Ramsdale is really highly owned, and he's like a stay away from me as like a big Arsenal guy. Because he takes up like a huge spot of your three Arsenal players, and I don't know that their defense is—it's still to me like I need a little bit more information about like Saliba um, before I like go like that crazy on Arsenal defense. That that being said, I have an Arsenal defender, and we'll go over that next. But well, gonna, yeah, let's, and then let's Pickford. Keep, I was just gonna say in points per match, neither of those goalies were top ten. Ramsdale was twelfth yeah. in. Pickford was twenty, but they have easy fixtures, so I I see that appeal. But uh, I think it's yeah, that's 
That's fair. I guess they have good starting fixtures, but yeah, Everton's also kind of a stay away for me. Uh, none of us have Onana. Is that something that you guys nope. like had looked at? Don't care. I'm not going 5.0 for a goalie. Like, there's 4.5 okay. to score as many, if not more, points than 5.0, so why would you spend money on that? Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. I see, I see an argument for Onana, personally, because, I mean, Man United kept 17 cleans... And I think with his passing, he'll probably get a lot more bonus points. And that way, I mean, you're not having to pick the four and a half that is going to be perfect. Because I do kind of agree with Nick. Like, the price point in the beginning is really important. You don't want to go down. And if you pick the wrong four and a half, you could lose you could lose points and then make it harder to go up. And if you start with Onana and you want to drop down, it makes it a lot easier. So, I mean, if you can spend the extra half mil, I kind of like that. Manchester United also have really good fixtures. But, yeah. I mean, anything else you guys want to bring up about goalkeepers? I feel like we don't need to take too long on that. Nope, let's keep it moving. All right, keep it moving. Um, so, defense. Um, what do you guys have in your your defense right now? Trent. Same. So, you guys both have Trent? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I think he's okay. a lock on my team. Um the other spots, are, I honestly don't really know. I generally like my team structure. I keep one four four defender just as like a bench player. So I have uh, Baldock right now as my four point Okay. Uh, I have White Zinchenko and Shaw as my other defenders, and I think Shaw's the only one I would keep. And then I'm kind of just like I said, haven't really. You just have the price points in there. Yeah. yeah well, all right. Well, what What about you, Jim? Yeah, I got Gabriel Saliba, and then. Uh, stupid on who could get rotated, but I think he's worth it to start with his easy fixtures and then a 4.0 like Nick. Interesting. So I'm the only one that didn't go trends. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll be the one to explain why I'm not going Trent because you guys outnumbered me two to one. Still definitely someone I'm like strongly considering. And I think he's probably one of the toughest picks this year for me. Um, but at eight, he really does lock you into having a lower-priced midfielder um, if you're going to go with him. And I never seem to pick the right midfielder off the, the off the start, and that just makes me a little bit too nervous. That being said, most of Trent's fixtures in the beginning are better, so it's going to be a little bit tricky if I do want to bring him back in. But he also does have Chelsea and Newcastle in his first three games, so I'm kind of hoping that he doesn't start off super crazy and they maybe blow a couple cleans and then I can consider bringing him in later. Um, but I'm just I'm not sold because, like, yes, he finished the season really strong, but he still only ended up with, like, 160 points and for $8 million, I probably can find a couple midfielders in that price range that'll do the same thing. So, it's fair. The hard thing with Trent is that they're going they may put him into the midfield with which just like changes the equation. Um, you know, no, defender for sure. who starts in the midfield or like transitions into the midfield. At the end of the season they were putting him more into that like CDM or CM role and he was like extremely productive from just, you know, the fans' perspective and that's that's the difficult thing for me is I'm a fan of Liverpool, so I want to have those guys on my team. Um, the only other thing that we should consider is I think uh, Soboslai, the the new addition this summer, is going to take some of those attacking free kicks. 
for Liverpool, so Trent may not get as many goals from free kicks, and I think he's pretty productive from that standpoint. So that is the only thing that I'm a little worried about with going with with him, um, especially at that 8.0 price point. But I yeah, yeah I want to have him my team. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm very like 50-50 on him. Um, the other guy that I do think is kind of locked for me, Jim alluded to, is a Stupion. Um, so he he's definitely someone that I'm interested in. Really high XG, really high XA. Uh, really do like him. Um, I'm not worried about starts. I, I mean, I know Deserby's going to rotate a little bit, but I think he's I think he's a really good player. Um, and I think he's going to get a lot of attacking returns. So he's locked into my team for sure. Um, three super easy fixtures. Cool. Uh, all right. Do you guys want to go into midfielders? Is there anybody else you guys want to chat about? No, I didn't even go to midfielders. Nick, what's your midfield look like? So Sal is a lock, and then I really want uh, a Man City midfielder. I'm not really sure if it's it's Foden or if it's Grealish or if it's Bernardo Silva. Um, still trying to wait to see if they make any more moves on the transfer market and then maybe how they play in some of the preseason matches just to see like who's going to be the guy in the early rotation. But it's really, really hard to figure out. But uh, right now I have Foden in the team. Um, I always roll with a budget player, so I have Mendez currently um, from Lutton as my 4.5, and then I'm thinking Bruno Fernandez for Man United. But um, essentially, I've like chosen the three teams that I think are going to do well, or four teams like Liverpool, City, Man U, and Arsenal, and try to get guys that I think are going to be in the rotation in the beginning of the season. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And then Jacob Ramsey is like a a guy I haven't really this is a 6.0 midfielder that I haven't figured out yet Jake what does yours look like do you how so you have a 4.5 and a 6 yeah I I don't know if that's the right setup for my team but uh I kind of went with a lot of premiums so I have to to make that up elsewhere yeah that's fair um I currently have Rashford and Fernandez, um, and then Saka and Martinelli, and then Foden. Um, since, since I didn't go Trent, I had a little bit more to spend in the mids. Um, I think Fernandez and Rashford have a really good start to the season, along with Arsenal. Um, and yeah, Saka and Fernandez are going to be on pens. Um, Martinelli, I don't. I, I know he's probably not going to play. 90 minutes every game, which is a little bit nerve-wracking long-term. But at 8.0, I think he's a good price range. And he still had 24 returns. Um, And I can always go down to, like, a Madison or someone else with him um, after his fixtures kind of cool off. So that's kind of what I was thinking. And I agree with you. Obviously, Man City's a little bit of wait-and-see, so that's why I just have Foden in there for right now. What about you, Jim? Uh, It's kind of a combination. Um, I have Rashford, Foden... Um, and then I've kind of been playing if I want Bruno Fernandez or if I want Bilva since they sold Mares. There's no really other right winger on that team currently, and KDB's doesn't. He's probably not going to be ready to start the season, so we could also play in the middle. So I think Bilva will be nailed for those first couple of fixtures, even though he doesn't get the attacking returns. I kind of want to try him as a differential, um, and I'm going March over Matoma because he's just better at lining stats. He's just been a better player. I don't know. I guess I'm not sure why people keep going with Matoma. Maybe he's just more consistent. I don't. I don't understand why people have switched over to the Matoma train over March. 
Um, and then my fifth midfielder is Mbuemo. I'm surprised you, know, you guys didn't have just because he's on PKs. He's filling that Tony spot. Uh, he's a midfielder, so he gets more points you know, for goals than Tony would. So I think for the first couple of months, Mbuemo is going to be pretty essential. And his schedule is easy too, right? He's got Tottenham, Fulham, Palace, Bournemouth to start. So at 6.5, that's, that's pretty appealing in my opinion. Something to consider for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's not a bad shout. Um, is there anybody else that you guys are like kind of keeping an eye on in the midfield aside from the ones that we kind of named? Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I would... I'm curious about some of the transfers. So, like, is Havertz a midfielder? I don't even know. Or is he forward? Yeah, no, he's a midfielder. He's so at like, seven and a half. Some of those guys, like Mount, Havertz, they've switched teams. I don't know what their production will look like. Um I think it's interesting that, like, no one has Chelsea players. Because um, they suck, and they're all new. Like, you don't want new players. Yeah, well, it's like, it's just very, it's interesting to, to look at some of the, the the top teams, or, like, the teams that you would think would challenge for the top six, and, like, I don't know any players on Chelsea that I would want on my team. I don't know about Spurs either. I think I think that's a good point. Those are the two guys that I was going to talk about i think madison for sure because he takes a lot of free kicks um takes corners he's going to be in a like around a better team and he still had almost 20 attacking returns with lester and it's lester and vardy was ancient so like with sun and possibly kane around he's definitely one that i'm considering like if i drop a bruno or rashford to him and then you know, go somewhere else with that money to Trent. That's definitely something I'm considering. Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure on Havertz being the the Arsenal guy. I just I gotta see if he actually is gonna start with Arteta every game, and I just don't know. But Sterling's another interesting one as well. That's like kind of a wait and see for me. So yeah. Yeah, Arsenal is concerning just because like, who is the midfield three gonna be? Is it gonna be Party? You know, is it gonna be? Virginia, is he going to be in there? Is it Odegaard? Is Rice. it Havertz? It's it it's Odegaard and Rice, and then to be determined for me, right? Like that's the third the third person. It's just going to. I think that's where Arteta is going to rotate the most too. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, honestly, I would go cheaper. I'd honestly think Trossard would be the best out of all of them, just because he's seven. So he, even if he's not playing a lot, he's going to be worth the price value a little bit more. But I don't know. Cool. Um. All right. Well, we can move on to forwards unless you guys had anything else. Nope. Okay. So let's do budget forwards. Is there – do you guys have anybody in your forward line that's like – besides a four and a half, which I I don't know if we really need to talk about that much at this point in time. Do you guys have any like 6.0 or less forwards? Not interested in any of them. No interest whatsoever. Yeah, I got Viniscus. Isn't that the guy from Real Madrid? (laughs) Yeah. for Fulham 5.0 you can't beat that guy right he's so good no yeah I mean he's interesting uh I haven't honestly looked too much into him but yeah I mean he that is him he played um, no it's not what are you guys talking about it's the different uh, it's the yeah, different the Vinicius. Vinny Vinny Jr you ever heard of him Jim he's like on FIFA and stuff he yeah I mean it sounds stuff. like it sounds like Mitro's leaving so I mean I understand that but you kind of got to watch him when I watched him a few times I feel like he kind of sucked so yeah. Plus, they get who do they have? Everton, Brentford, Arsenal, City. 
There, yeah, not there great. Are... He's going to ride my bench, but he's he's opening up yeah. my team for other moves, I think. Um, yeah, I think there are some forwards at like the 5 or 5.0 price that might be worth it, like Edward for Crystal Palace. Um, I mean, he he definitely is someone who's playing a lot for Hodgson. And like with the cheap price, like it's not it's not a terrible shout. I kind of like the 6.0 guys. Like so Jim's big on Mbwemo. I think I think Wiss is going to play the Tony spot. Like no one's guaranteeing that Mbwemo's playing the Tony spot. So Wissa to me, he's 0.5 cheaper and might be a differential if Mbwemo starts off cold. Just someone to consider. And then, um, I mean, if DCL can be healthy, he's interesting at six. Not not sure I'm going to start with him, but just someone to kind of consider. So, How many goals did he have last year? I mean, he was injured the entire year, oh, but had, but yeah, I don't. He had two goals and he, he probably didn't have games. very many. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was injured, so again, I mean, it's not someone two that I'm like super interested in, but he could be good. And I think Ferguson for Brighton is a really good shout for people who are going to start with him. Like I, I, if he's if he's going to play a lot of the games, he's definitely going to be in a lot of teams by the end of the season. Is I Brighton going to be good? Is is that just yeah. the consensus? Everyone thinks Brighton's going to be good. Like, yeah, losing. I don't their think that's the. And I don't think that's the question. I don't think I think Brighton are going to be fine. I think the the problem is is that the rotation is a ton, and with with Europe, that makes it harder. But like Brighton didn't, they, they didn't really get any price rises, so they're they're an interesting team to me. And I you know I think March is a good shout. I just think think they're going to be bad, and I don't like bad teams uh, to choose from for FPL options. So, like, I'm really concerned about Brighton, and everyone's really hot on Brighton, but, like, they've lost some key players. They potentially could lose more. They don't have, like, a talisman, you know, either. So it's not like you have, like, one guy. It's like a spread-out attack in a mid-table team. If they struggle, then, like, yeah, I agree, Nick. Like, all their assets are going to be shit. Yeah. All right, I I will agree to disagree on that one. We should bet um, on it, and then it'll make it interesting. So then we have some repercussions if we're wrong. <laughs> we can we can definitely do that at some point. Uh, all right, any any forwards in your seven to eight range or six and a half to eight range that you guys have on your team? The only forwards. All right, if Jake loses the bet, one of our listeners gets to to rename his team. It's a good one. Yep. I mean, I don't know what the bet's going to necessarily be, but we can figure that uh, out. In the first five game weeks, if uh, no Brighton players are in the top ten of any of the positions. In, like, overall at, like, the top? Yeah, you or... look at the top ten forwards, top ten, top ten, forward... ten mids, top ten D, top oh. ten goalkeepers. No, 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 not take... top ten goalkeepers. That's not, that's that's too easy. I would take that in a heartbeat. Excluding, they're not gonna ha- you don't think they're going to... Yeah, excluding, excluding goalkeepers. goalkeepers. Yeah, they're gonna have someone in the top ten in the first in five games for sure. All right. Yeah. yeah. Lock it in. Like, look, lock by the in. end of the. I first will change five. my team. I will change my team name, but uh, it definitely can't make me get booted. So, but I will. No, I won't. It. I mean, yeah, like nothing, nothing overly questionable. Just like uh, you know, someone, nothing. someone in the Discord gets to rename your team. We'll just like yeah, we'll have a vote. We'll have a vote. Nothing yeah. like Jake gives handies in in the the bathroom and you know. But like that's you know, a, yeah, that's a totally to acceptable team yeah. name. My team name right now is Dick City. Dick. <laughs> uh, and reported. No, right, no, you man. can't because the I is an L. <laughs> Got him. 
I beat their algorithms. Haha. <laughs> Classic. Oh, that's your data analysis guy right that's there. Right. I know computers. All right. All right. So back to FPL. Uh, Jesus and Watkins. What do you guys? Jesus and Watkins. Is that was that Jim or Zoops? I can't. That even was know. me. That's those are the only two options. That's it. That's the only two options. The see. only two options. Jim deals in absolutes. absolutes. I think that's that's why he uh, so good starts off the season like slowly. Uh, no, I'm kidding. You had a good start last year. What about Wilson? Isn't Wilson your favorite like player of all time? I do love Wilson, but I have concern about rotation and their schedule sucks. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I have Watkins. I think Watkins is a good player. Um, I just don't see anybody else taking his spots, and his fixtures are pretty good. Um, do we all have Holland? Is that like we're just yeah we're just all assuming that, that we have Holland? Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought there, I mean we did have a couple questions on that, so this is this is related to that. Um, is Kane and Holland double up worth the sacrifice to have less funds? Yes. Uh, Jim, didn't you have that? Yeah. If Kane's not getting transferred, he's in my team. I'm blowing up my entire team to get Kane, and he had 270 points last year. Like, plus he has Mado now. Like, yeah, I'll take him. He's outscored Salah by 30. Yeah. An, and he's cheaper. I think it's, yeah. It's an obvious choice. But, but I mean, I guess the question is how much are you sacrificing elsewhere? So I was going to put an article together on that. But, yeah, I do think it's reasonable if Kane doesn't get transferred to maybe consider building a team. I don't, I, I'm not going to disagree on that. I would have to look a little bit more, but I think it's reasonable. Um, and then another uh, Discord member wrote in uh, Disco Diva Wilson is a 5.5 forward better than a 4.5 forward with Holland and Jesus or is a 4.5 midfielder better with a front three of like Holland Jesus Watkins I personally am leaning more toward the 4.5 forward um, without the, the front three I just can't build a team with a front three and be happy elsewhere plus like I don't get the love for Jesus like Jim and I were really against him last year, and then of course he had a hat trick game two against Leicester, but then he just he didn't do anything the rest of the season. Um, it, it's just not like the type of player that he is. Like he might get a goal here and there. I hope he doesn't get a hat trick, but I, I'm not starting with him. So to me, Watkins makes more sense. Isn't Watkins on PKs or no? That I might be. No, I think he's going to lose him this year. Like it's one of those situations. He'll probably yeah. He'll probably get. Yeah. Uh, Douglas Luis or someone stupid will probably take them. But I think they signed someone who's like yeah, I don't know. Tigger. I'm not sure, but for Arsenal, they sound good. Yeah, I just said they signed Paul Torres, but he's a center back, so I doubt he's taking them. I don't think they signed anyone else. No, they got that new right winger Diaby, um, and then I think they got uh, someone else. Got it. Uh, for Jesus, from March first to the end of the season. Uh, he had an XG of 6.75. Everyone else was below 4.5. So if you want to talk about opportunities, Jesus is the guy. But how many did he convert, right? He had six goals. So Martinelli's six. But Martinelli overperformed by 1.5. And Gabriel is underperformed as is tradition. So, well, that's what I'm saying is, like, if you have the choice between Martinelli and Jesus and they both score the same amount of goals and they're the same price, wouldn't you go with the midfielder? I don't yeah, know. That's just but I have five midfielders, so it's like, where can I get my... Like, I just don't like any of the strikers. So Jesus has good fixtures. He's their go-to guy. That's that's easy for me. All right. All right. That's a fine shout. Um, yeah, and then I think we all have Holland. Like, maybe not like a 
permanent captain, but pretty close. What so, I want to know, I mean, Jake, is are you going to be dropping Holland at any point this season, especially no. early on to like screw yourself over and never catch anyone? I will not be. Well, so, so the thought of it last year, which was, again, stupid on my part, but I thought that based on the, – the thing is, is like don't listen to Pep, right? Like probably one of the best FPL – tips of all time should just be like don't listen to whatever pep says because he's just lying i thought jim was Um, the one who convinced you to drop him no not really i i thought he was going to get rotated once champions league started up and he he didn't and he's not going to get rotated this year so yeah there's there's no way i'm going to go without him um i think the big question for me is what i don't like not having any liverpool assets right now i i don't know where to go besides Trent or Salah, like those are the preferred, but I don't like my team build with Salah as much. I think it's doable, but eh, I just don't. Like I don't. It, so. I think there can be a lot of rotation in the attack, and then their assets are expensive. They start against Chelsea, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Villa, so like those aren't really good attacking fixtures. So I think we're fine waiting, and then if someone stands out, we'll bring them in the wild card in game week, you know, five ish or whatever. That's kind of what I'm. I'm leaning toward that as well. Um, all right, well. Any other big things? We'll talk about leagues the next one that we do. We'll get those set up. Um, but do you guys have anything else you want to chat about? Any other questions, comments, concerns? Nope. No? Nope. No, Jimmy's just right. making this, like, blowjob uh, signal. Wrap it up. Video right now. So I, I don't know what that means exactly, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I, you know uh, what it yeah. means. I think he was looking at you while he did it. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Good, good intro so pod. We'll get this out. Um, <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure our new editor Marco will have a fun time with it. Um, Wait, we're so, recording right now. What? Yeah. Look, at, uh, look, look for the YouTube series to be coming out later this week. We're going to be doing some more content for all of our Patreons and our Discord members. So yeah, we'll get some and, exclusive uh, interactions. We'll get some uh, deals for you, some promos. Uh, so, you know, like, look us up on YouTube. Yeah, we'll get there. I also do want to get the website up and running, which it never really has been. Um, but... <laughs> Funny enough, I think our I think we're gonna have to change our website because I think it got um, jacked by a computer. So we don't have the we're gonna have to have a different website. What was the um, previous website? Like? It was divefpl.com. So, but it got stolen. No. And I'm not paying a ton of money for that. So yeah, how could we maybe lose that domain? It's like the most yeah. unique domain that is so never been closely done. aligned with our brand. Like, how are people gonna know who we are? I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna know. But uh, yeah. We'll get more stuff out. Uh, Download our pod. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, Basically all the stuff except Spotify at this point in time, which we are going to be looking into. Um, And, yeah. uh, Yeah, that's it. I think uh, we're back. We'll get another pod out later this week, and we're back. So There it is. What do we do, the the thing? Do we say, like, I'm Nick? Yeah. And, and and Jim and Jake and let's dive.